Good evening, everybody. This is Bubba's Bodyguard Podcast, available on all major podcast platforms. Tonight, I'm blessed to have Bambi Wild with me. Uh, Bambi, how are you doing tonight? Kilda, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. Thank you so much. Uh, Bambi, can you just uh, touch on uh, some of the accolades that you've been able to uh, accomplish uh, in, uh, you know, with Miss Nude USA and Miss Exotic Reeled and just some of the, the high accolades. Can, can you just touch on what they meant to you and, and, and how ecstatic you've been to be able to uh, be recognized for these? Right. So, um, this, so, wow. Yeah. So last year was a pretty big year for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I got, yeah, I did um, Miss Nude USA and then I went on to win Miss Nude World. And then um, I was in Playboy for the first time as well. So it was, um, it was a lot of hard work. I'm not going to lie. Um, mm-hmm. Competing on any level um, for anything is is never. It, it's never really easy um, mentally and physically, you know. But um, I think anything that's worth doing is worth doing right, and nothing worth doing has ever been really easy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's. I mean, it was, it was hard work, but it's it's meant a lot to me. Um, for a long time um it's they're both huge honors in my industry mm-hmm. so, you know it's a great great to be recognized yeah, absolutely and, and you know again congratulations uh you know you are so well uh deserving and earning of those uh, high accolades um what can you just touch on you know about like uh where you grew up where are you from can, can you elaborate on that for us yeah, I'm from New Zealand. Um, mm-hmm. So I was born in Wellington, which is the capital city. I've always been a city girl. Um, moved to Auckland um, in my teens um, and went to school there. So I've always been a North Islander, um, always lived by the coast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so the North Island uh, coastally doesn't get um, that cold. Mm-hmm. So I guess when I moved over here um, – I'm living in the Midwest now, so that was kind of a a shock to my system. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, and um, you know, you've been so uh, you know, so blessed uh to to travel all across the world, whether it be in the United States and even outside. Uh, what right. what was what was your favorite place that you've ever had an opportunity to visit or or feature at? What would you say? Obviously, you've been to so many, and and I'm sure it's hard to really depict one. But if you could just say one above all others, what where would that be? Cool. Um, I don't know. That's kind of tricky. Because um, I, I love the States. I had a really great time in Oregon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a really cool time in Oregon. Portland, Oregon is, is awesome. It's, it's great for my industry anyway, especially. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I've been to all over Australia. I've been to Japan. It's I've had amazing experiences everywhere. It's, it's kind of difficult to choose you know <laughs> absolutely and can uh, we'll, we'll kind of get back to um so, some of your accolades that we touched on um how how does uh you know with these accolades and then how they announce and stuff how how is one eligible uh how does one uh get elected is it a voting system is it someone nominates you can you kind of touch on the process it's a performance it's a performance mm-hmm. um oh but there's some online Mm-hmm. Uh, accolades that you can win and it's that's a voting system but mm-hmm. as far as the miss nude worlds the miss exotic worlds mm-hmm. it's more of a pageant um that is to say that you are 
on you have to be on stage for um eight to 15 minutes mm-hmm. and then um you're being judged on uh your looks um you know your physical attributes but also you're being judged on your talent as far as your dancing your um your personality also your costume your props everything that you're bringing as far as that performance and you're being judged by um it depends on how many which competition you're doing so say Mm -hmm. for the the smaller competitions you've got five to six judges each time this nerd world has up to 20 judges that are judging you so um yeah they have a score sheet and you're basically getting marks out of 10 for each section Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And can you touch on? Uh, obviously, you, you've had such an amazing journey, and uh, you've you've had you know a lot of accomplishments. You've got to uh, you know see a lot of things. You've got to have a, a variety of experiences. If there was one moment uh, in, in your journey that stood out most to you, where it was just like uh, such a powerful moment that you were so proud of, what 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 would what would that be? I mean, winning Miss Nude World was a long road mm-hmm. for me. Like, it was, I first started in 2015 mm-hmm. with that particular pageant. Um, and yes. A number of different pageants. And, I, you know, I always did pretty well. Um, but, yeah, it took, I, I competed three times before I won the Miss Nude mm-hmm. World title. So, that was a pretty good feeling. Um, Absolutely. So it, yeah, that was that was really good for me. And it was it was good after that once I could put that title on under under my name on all of my mm-hmm. social media and everything when I could put Miss Nude World for that it, that was and, and and you know when when you get recognized for that what um you know you talk about kind of like you, you you touched on it right there what how many doors does that open for you how many opportunities how many people are now you know like it, I'm sure it's changed a lot you know like you were already uh at, at a high level in your profession, but then you get recognized for an award like that. What, what are some things that it, that it's allowed to happen now? Well, it's meant that I've gotten a lot more bookings. Mm-hmm. I mean, like as a feature entertainer, you're generally trying to get bookings. So um, it's meant that certain agencies have wanted to contact me, more clubs have wanted to book me. My price per show goes up, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it really, it leads back to, I've put all this effort in and now you're starting to see the monetary gains from that, you know? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, obviously with, you know, touring, you, you've, uh, you know, you get to do the meet and greets, you get to do the, the, the dancing, you, oh, for sure, yeah. you, you get to do so much. If you could say your favorite thing about touring and feature dancing, what is your favorite thing that just sticks out above all others? Is it the, the meet and greets? Is it the, the, dressing up is it the uh you know the the stage performance is it the engagement and and encounters with the fans like what what would you say sticks out above all others um i'm an extrovert and a performer by nature Mm -hmm. so i've got to tell you that the stage performance is always going to be what i love doing um i'll always i'll continue to love dancing i'll continue to love performing for an audience so that's definitely what motivated me and continues to motivate me throughout this but I mean I love people as well I've always been a people person so it's great to meet people especially when I've never been to a place before and I get to meet somebody that's followed me online or you know they follow me on Instagram or Twitter or you know or they have 
they've got a magazine that they've bought that's got me in it and they want me to sign it, you know, something like that. It's great to meet people who have followed me that I, you know, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to meet. Absolutely. And and um, you just touched on some magazines. Uh, you said you were featured, uh, you, you got an opportunity to work with Playboy. Can you touch on some other magazines you've, you've had the privilege to work with and, and, and or be featured on? Right. So most of it is before I came here, a lot of it mm-hmm. was Australian based. So I've done Australian, I've been an Australian penthouse pet. I've done um, picture people um, and a lot of other things. Like I guess, uh, I don't know if there's some things that you guys probably haven't heard unless you're in the industry. So I've done extreme mm-hmm. and visual and they're all um, sort of, they range from kind of an FHM style to a more explicit kind of a deal depending on, what their brand is but yeah I've, I've kind of I've been in this industry for over 15 years now so wow their magazines are kind of <laughs> like I can't really count them <laughs> I can't right. need to list now yes but, but, yeah Playboy was an amazing thing for me to cross off I kind of was at a point where I didn't think that I would ever um really be able to achieve that it sort of seemed like something that I didn't I would I didn't uh didn't want to keep sort of trying I didn't know which mm-hmm. doors like to knock on like where to go to get that and I ended up being contacted on my social media by wow. a playboy photographer so it's kind of like they came to me which made me feel really lucky it was yeah it was kind of a dream come true to be honest absolutely and can you just um give us like a little bit of insight of, about uh you know like your your encounter with them like uh you know how was it what what were some of the things that uh the involvement and, and things of that nature just can you kind of just describe your experience with with dealing with playboy um so you're not so i, I don't deal specifically with mm-hmm. anyone from playboy um playboy yes. national is a different outfit and mm-hmm. um so usually what happens is a model will deal with the photographer with a photographer with a licensed playboy photographer and Mm -hmm. their their personal assistant and a makeup artist so usually when you go to a photo shoot you're not meeting an editor um and there's there's probably some really good advice for anybody that's kind of get into the industry if anybody contacts Mm -hmm. you and tells you that they're an editor for a various magazine usually an editor will not contact a model do you know what i mean it'll be a photographer I've had that a few times with guys trying to hook me um, mm. <laughs> to, get, right. you know, to send me pictures, to get me to send them pictures and all that kind of stuff. Those guys are not, they're not real. They're, they're just trying to catfish you. Do you know? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> so I, I yes. Been, um, yeah. I, I only ever deal with photographers and their personal assistants. And then when I turn up to the shoot, it's the photographer, their personal assistant and the makeup artist. Uh, later on i will receive an email from the editor once the shoot's already gone through i sign a model release and i get an email from playboy editors with my questions do you know what i mean like you do that yes yes. you do an online interview you know they want your turn-ons and all that kind of stuff and where you're from and how you got into the industry you know it's like an interview so you get that later but that's not until you've done the shoot you've signed the model release and everything's gone through (laughs) absolutely and um with you know with your journey and you said you know you've been doing this now for over 15 years and and not just uh not just that you're doing it but you're doing it at such a high level and you have so many high achievements if there is uh, some advice that you can give to uh, to do, it, you know, to, for for any female that that is in your industry that wants to not only 
do this, but they want to do feature dancing. They want to do the award, the, the, the pages. They want to do things at, a, at an elite high level for an, a long, for a long time. What is your best advice to them? Um, so if you want to be in this industry, you need to be very wary of, of the people in, on the sidelines that are going to pretend like they have your best interests at heart, that they have mm-hmm. your, your personal career in mind. You need to self-manage as much as you possibly can. Nobody is going to have your, your back like yourself. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there are yes. people in the industry that you can definitely trust. There's some really great agents out there. There's some great managers that you can go for. But really what you need to be doing is putting yourself in there. Invest in yourself. Um, you need to stay, always stay fit, stay focused. Get some good promo photos. Get a skill. You know, you don't have to be a great pole dancer or a great, like anything specific you know, I've got some amazing circus performers that are in this industry. I have some amazing fire performers that I know that are in this industry. And I have some girls that mostly do, you know, modeling. And that's how they got famous from that, you know, and they perform as well. So you've got to find what it is about the industry that you like and focus on that. Yeah. Absolutely. It's really important and to invest in yourself to, to make, to put yourself out there because nobody don't, don't leave it up to somebody else and don't give anybody else the opportunity to take your career the way that they want to take it. You, you need to be able to do this your way. Absolutely. Uh, that, that was, you know, great advice. And, um, you know, ho- hopefully, uh, you know, people looking to get into this, uh, you know, profession and industry that, that they would take your knowledge because, you know, you're somebody with such vast knowledge uh, and, and experience uh, in, in your profession. Mm-hmm. Um, now, can can you kind of, uh, you know, touch on for me? I'm sure you've had, uh, you know, a lot of like wild or crazy experiences uh, you know, at different, uh, you know, whether it be, uh, you know, clubs or bookings, <laughs> if there was one that stood out the most, like a, a really funny experience or something wild or crazy, give, give me like a, a, a great story that you have that, uh, I don't know you know, whether it's, I mean, is this, is, is this an ad- adult, um, podcast? Like, <laughs> Um, oh, you, you, you can, whatever you, whatever you feel like, uh, you know, saying is, is, is fine. Uh, we have, you know, it's good. So what, you know, if it's something that may be something a little unnecessary and okay, a little no, wild, I've, I've that, that's no, sure. But you know, what, how, I, have, I do have uh-huh. one good story. That's not like, so, um, like it's, it's, it can still be G roaded. So I, t- I turned up in a okay. club, I, I turned up in a club in Michigan and a guy asked uh-huh. me to sign his leg. And so I did, mm-hmm. I took, um, I took a pin here. It's really heavily tattooed. Um, I did, I signed his leg, I signed his calf. He came back in the next day and he'd tattooed my signature onto his leg. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and like, what, what was the first thing going through your mind when you see that? Like you, you see him with an actual tattoo of your signature or you just like, what, what was your first expression or reaction? Oh, I thought it was pretty cool. Like he did tell me he was going <laughs> to, he told me he was going to do it. So, and I was like, right. okay, cool. But then no, he did. He sent me the video. He did it. But he also like on his other leg, he had, he's collected some feature entertainer signatures. So one of his legs is completely covered and um, wow. feature entertainer signatures. So he's going to have that for life, <laughs> which I thought was really cool. <laughs> 
Yes. Now, obviously, um, you know, at, t- at times you get to work with other, uh, you know, other women in your industry. Right. Who was who was one person that stood out the most? Like it was it was your favorite person to to work with or they had the biggest impact on you. Who would you say that was? Um, there is a lot of hardworking feature entertainers mm-hmm. out there. Um, I absolutely adore Janine Jericho. I think she's an amazing mm-hmm. person. Um, she's had a lot of experience. She's like me. She's an international feature. She's originally from Canada, but she's traveled all around. She's made her way to Australia, New Zealand, uh, China, I believe. Um, and wow. she just has an amazing work ethic. Um, she is a great person to look up to and to catch on next when once everything opens up again and this craziness is over um she'd be a really great person to look out for absolutely um and, and actually i think uh i believe we're we're in, we're in contact with uh janine uh with you know I, I follow her on social media and vice versa yeah. so um so she, yeah she, it seems like you know definitely she's doing her thing uh you know at a high level just like you and uh you know definitely big shout out to to janine yeah she's an amazing she's a phenomenal performer as well but there's i mean there's so many really amazing feature entertainers in in this country and yeah there's some really amazing performances yeah Absolutely. And um, but we'll kind of go back to to story time here one more time. G- give me one other story that really sticks out to you that uh, was either something like, you know, uh, it could be it could be a good story. It could be a crazy story. What, whatever sticks out in your mind the most, you know, whatever is like highest of the list that, that it, it, you know, you would want to talk about any anything that you feel, you know, whatever, whatever you feel. Oh, I don't know. This is this is gets. I get strange. I'm like I've got to sort of censor myself a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Like I'll tell you, so like one of my favorite things mm-hmm. to do. I'm going to tell you this. One of my favorite events um, is coming up later in the year. I really hope that um, by that time everything's going to work out. Um, every year yes. we have the ED Expo, which is held in mm-hmm. Vegas. Um, it's the Exotic Dance Expo, and it is basically everybody from the adult entertainment industry um comes together like uh gentlemen's gentlemen's mm-hmm. club staff owners um everybody and we all come right. together and it's like a week of um we work really hard we have uh like a trade show but we also um every night there's like two or three parties that we all go to we have a big award ceremony at the end which is kind of like i guess you would call it the stripper oscars <laughs> Um, and that's a lot of fun um so yeah that's something that I look forward to every year and it's a really great place to be um yeah that's a it's a great time for our industry so that's a lot of fun you can meet some really amazing people there absolutely and um Bambi we'll kind of go um, a little bit off topic Mm -hmm. here uh recently uh I was named an ambassador for bodyguards against bullying If you had one message, thank you so much. If you have one message to betray uh, across, the, you know, this platform and, and on the podcast to to end the fight on bullying, what would you say uh, right now to speak out against bullying? Like, I think bullying is a huge problem for humanity in general, but it is really hard when you're if you're a little bit different and you're a little bit vulnerable, um, Mm -hmm. it can be really damaging. And I 
I think the best way that we can combat it is if you are a, if you're a confident person, if you're if you see something, if you see somebody that's more vulnerable than you getting picked on, the best thing for you to do is befriend that person and stick up for them. I don't think anybody deserves to feel less than for anything. Do you know what I mean? And I absolutely yeah, I online like I spend a lot of my time online um and even as an adult I get a lot of nastiness and for me it Mm -hmm. just it's kind of water off a duck's back I've realized that my industry is going to attract certain people and it's going to also disgust certain people that have a really uh high opinion of themselves but they feel the need to to tear down other people and they just like my life choices um, but I can see how somebody who is maybe less sure of themselves or is more vulnerable than me would would take those comments to heart. Absolutely, and um, you, you know I, I appreciate you uh, you know touching on that and, and providing us you know with some with some reassurance and, and, and encouragement of positivity uh, you know against bullying uh, as it's so important you know it's uh, it's just no place for it in, in humanity you know we all just need to treat one another equal and you know treat 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 people how you want to be treated Absolutely. you know if you want to be treated with respect and, and kindness then you know what you put out you're gonna you're gonna reap you know uh, you're gonna get back onto you and uh, you know it's it's so so key. Right. Um, I think it's with, really hard, with, like when you're in a mm-hmm. position um, where, where someone is bullying you and is tearing you down, it's really hard from that position to turn around and look at that person and see that they're actually really just transferring. Do you know what I mean? A lot of the time people yes. are putting, putting that hate on you because they feel bad about themselves. Um, and it's it can be really hard, but it is really, if you can do that, to be able to look at why that person is saying those shitty things about you. <laughs> it's usually mm-hmm. because yes, they've got absolutely. their own problems and they're not feeling particularly good about themselves. And it's a, it's a shitty, really terrible a trait amongst humans to be able yes, to, yes. to try and turn your own pain into somebody else's. You try and make yourself feel better by putting somebody else down. It is a real sign of weakness. Um and it, it can be really valuable tool as someone who's being bullied to realize that what that person is saying about you has actually very little to do with you. It's all to do with them and their own insecurities. Absolutely. And, and you know, you, you really uh, put that in, in, a, in a powerful way. And, you know, I, I appreciate you, you know, really, um, you know, taking that, uh, you know, taking uh, the, the, the using your voice very seriously for, for, you know, to speak up against bullying. And it's so appreciated, uh, Bambi. Um, with, we'll, we'll go back to some of your, you know, uh, some of your accolades. And, uh, you know, we talked about the 2020 uh, Miss Nude Railed and the, you know, the Playboy uh, mm-hmm. feature, uh, you know, and, and the Miss Exotic Railed. And, uh, you know, we'll touch on a few others that we didn't get to mention. Uh, you were New Zealand's ultimate entertainer. You were Australian penthouse <laughs> yeah. pet and you were EDI 2019 crowd favorite. Uh, t- we'll, we'll start with uh, we'll start with the crowd favorite first. What did that mean to you? Like just to be recognized by just to be so appreciated by people that are seeing your performances. Right. Yeah. So the EDIs is that is like the competition that leads us exotic dancer invitational. So it's mm-hmm. by the same people that mm-hmm. do the EDI Expo. And 
to win an award at one of those invitationals is great. It's like the precursor to the big awards night in Vegas. And mm-hmm. to win the crowd favorite meant that out of all of the amazing features on that stage that night, it was I warmed the crowd with my performance. Right. Do you know what I mean? They they responded the most to me. Yes, and it yes. was great. I just I picked I picked the right show for the crowd. And I was just really feeling it that night. Do you know what I mean? I went out there and I just, <laughs> yeah. and I loved them and they loved me back and it was amazing. So yeah, I, I was really proud of that title. Absolutely. And, and as you should be, you know, you, you should be very proud of yourself um, with, with the New Zealand's ultimate entertainer. I mean, what does that mean, you know, mean to you, you, you know, you're from New Zealand, it's home. I mean, that's gotta be special. Yeah, that was great. So the ultimate entertainer is a completely different, um, it's a different competition, um, but it usually mm-hmm. coincides. It runs parallel with the Miss Nudes. Um, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I helped host the Miss Nude New Zealand um, in, I think it was 2016. And um, mm-hmm. New Zealand had never had it before. So I brought the pageant owner, like the world's pageants owners over to um, New Zealand and we held it. And I didn't compete for that title. I was awarded um, New Zealand's ultimate entertainer due to my, all of my performances and my reputation as an entertainer and my performances mm-hmm. all over the world. Do you know what I mean? So that was, it was a, it was a great yes. title. It's like, they look at your, your whole history of performances and not so much just that one performance on that one night which I really I absolutely appreciated that I thought that was great yes and you know you you touched on earlier you elaborated a little bit on some you know some obstacles or just you know something where you felt it just couldn't happen can you uh touch on uh an obstacle that you had to overcome in in your journey like something uh you know like a big obstacle or big mountain that you had to overcome or get past and how did you do so um okay well this is kind of personal so i um Mm -hmm. i did i struggled a lot with depression like my previous um i'd been in a really toxic relationship for like three Mm -hmm. or four years and I did right up until um, like 2015, I was really feeling like there was, like I, I didn't really have a lot of purpose. I was felt like I was the end, it was the end of my career and I was just sort of going through the motions. Do you know what I mean? Um, like this, this mm-hmm. person I put yes. my energy and time into had sort of made me feel like I wasn't worth making any energy or effort for and I sort of let myself feel like I didn't deserve any more love I didn't deserve any more time and I just needed to just keep existing for the sake in the way that they wanted Mm -hmm. me to to exist Um, and it took yes um, it took a long time to sort of heal from that but honestly what kind of kicked me out of it that whole toxic circular relationship was being invited over to the states and i honestly never thought that it would be i got Mm -hmm. picked out i got invited to compete in miss nude world and just being able to go over and meet a whole lot of people and do that was enough to pull me out of this 
the slump that I was in and, and this cycle mm-hmm. where yes. I really believed that I wasn't worth anything. Do you know what I mean? So it was, it was really good timing as yes. far as, um, yeah, I'll always be grateful um, for the opportunity because it was something that really did make me realize that I was, <laughs> I was at the level that I wanted to be and I did deserve everything that, um, that I could, that I was working towards. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, can, can you touch on Bambi for me, uh, just the importance of if you're in a toxic relationship or if you're going through any type of, uh, you know, serious verbal or physical abuse in a relationship, you know, what is your advice to, to any woman out there who would come across this podcast, who is listening, uh, of, you know, it's all right to seek help. It's okay to move on out of a relationship. Um, Like coming from experience and now like Mm -hmm. I've done, advocacy for domestic violence since then and mm-hmm. i know all the statistics now i know that the average woman is going to go back on average like you know like on average women are going to go back seven times mm-hmm. to, yeah to an abusive wow. relationship um i know that you're most vulnerable when you're trying to leave and when you're mm-hmm. pregnant which is quite horrifying um yes the statistics are pretty grim but I do know that um, also it, it's not just any particular socioeconomic background that's targeted. It's not, it's not any sort of cultural issue. This is an issue for everybody in society and everybody needs to take it seriously. Um, and it's not valuable. It's, it's not helpful when people go, well, why didn't you just leave? You could leave, nothing's stopping you. Um, I was, I'd been a really strong independent person since I was 15 years old you know what I mean I'd I'd supported myself and I'd achieved Mm -hmm. a lot for my whole life and I was still I still ended up in a relationship where I was made to feel like I wasn't worth anything where I was being bullied Mm -hmm. and assaulted because that person who I loved was very manipulative and was able to target my vulnerability do you know what I mean and I never in a million years thought that I would be that person but it's not it's not about that um people like that will you know it it can happen to just about anybody so I don't want anybody feeling ashamed um but Mm -hmm. yeah the best thing you can do is ask for help and do look for the signs like the one thing I remember is being isolated like being made to like they will alienate you from the people that could save you that care do you know what i mean they'll make you think like your family your friends all of them they will try and isolate you from those people and make you think like those people don't have your best interests at heart so if you start feeling like you've got a partner doesn't want you to hang out with your girlfriends doesn't want you to go to your mother's like doesn't wants you to move away from your family like has a problem with you spending time with even with another with a with a male friend like all of those things are red flags Mm -hmm. and it's just good to to watch out for those things and if you are really feeling like most of the time you're unhappy it's really good to take a look back you know because a lot of the time in those relationships you're Mm -hmm. going up and down they'll be really horrible to you one day and you feel devastated and then the next day they'll be nice to you so you think it's getting better if you take a step back and you look at yourself and you say am I really happy like (laughs) am I happy where am I going with this it's really good to look at it just step back and look and it, it 
take a really absolutely it takes a really long time and it can take a really long time to get better but um if i can get away i know that anybody can and there are plenty of places in each state um that will help you you know centers for prevention of abuse are are in every state you know what i mean Mm -hmm. absolutely and uh you you touched on uh you know just moments before we got into that you touched on uh, how, how you were <clears throat> being a voice or an advocate for uh, domestic violence, I believe that was, if I stand correct. And can you just can you just touch on um, some things you were able to do to uh, be an outlet or be a voice or or bring about some change with 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 this or uh, bring about some uh, you know some attention to this area? What what are some things you that you've got a chance to work on? Um. So, if anybody if, like a lot of the time, centers or shelters will need um, volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the the most important thing I think is to, you don't have to go through the training. You don't have to, Mm -hmm. I I think the most important thing for people to know is, is that it can happen to anybody. So if you think that your friend Mm -hmm. is going through something like that, it's really important to not judge them. Um, and like I said, abusive relationships, people, toxic partners are really good at trying to isolate you from the people that are going to care. So if you're a friend who thinks that one of their friends might be going through this, it's really important for you to try and keep that relationship going to keep that lifeline open, no matter how frustrating it is for you. Mm-hmm at some point it's it's really good to have somebody that can help you because in my experience when I was right at the end I felt like there were very few people that cared anymore do you know what I mean because they'd been frustrated for years Mm -hmm. watching it yes so yeah it can be really hard Absolutely. I really appreciate you taking, uh, you know, uh, you know, a, a deep amount of time and getting deep in with the, the explanation with that. So I, I really uh, appreciate that because there is so many, uh, you know, young ladies and, and just women in general that, you know, go through troubled times in, in their love life and relationships and, you know, things of that nature. And they just feel like, you know, they they don't right. have the and proper not, outlets or they, you know, they either. might, it's, they it's might ignore the signs. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's not, it's, it's not just, it's just Absolutely. It's not yes, ma- yes. male on female violence. Just, I mean, it is a much higher number, but there is, it, it can happen to anybody. Mm-hmm. And I don't want anybody to feel like that that's not true <laughs> because it absolutely is, you know? Right. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, we'll, we'll get back here to, um, you know, about, you, you know, your feature dancing and things like that with with your, you know, your you put on such an amazing show, an amazing, uh, you know, an amazing performance. Like, you know, you, you have everything you have. You've done the fire. You've done the showers. You've done, you know, uh, effects, lightings, props, uh, you know, the, the, the amazing costumes like what just describe to me like one of your shows, like t- take me through, like say we're like describe the feelings and just kind of like, like, a, like a, almost like a point of view or like a walkthrough scenario of, of when you're performing. So you want me to give you like a step by, a, like a play by play? Like, what? 
Yeah, like um, yeah, almost like almost like a play by play, like you know, kind of like h- how do you decide? All right, I'm gonna use these oh, effects. I'm right. gonna use okay, this so costume. Like, okay, so the wh- first thing mm-hmm. I think of um, for me, I like cosplay. Like, I I love um, I I always create a show from a character. Usually, do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I've got my favorite show. Yes. I've got Marilyn Monroe. I've got Harley Quinn. I have Mother of Dragons. I have uh, the Sin City. Um, do you remember the Jessica Alba character from Sin City? I do that. I have. Ve- I do Venom. Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> um, so you've got to think about what kind of character you want to play on stage, and different characters, you know, mm-hmm. appeal to different performers. Do you know what I mean? So it's, you know, some girls have real. And, yes. Um, yeah, you've got to pick a character that that you identify with that you think would be fun to play on stage and you go from there. So I know uh, certain characters are going to work really well with um, certain music and, you know, I pick my songs Mm -hmm. according to the theme that I'm going with, but I usually, I'm very high paced, high energy, usually a lot of the time. And I find that most of my shows work because I really wake the audience up. I like a lot of, um, I like really hard rock. I like a little bit of metal, but I also like really good EDM. I love some rock remixes as well. So anything that's going to really come in and you walk out on stage and the music just really is pumping, that gets the crowd going. So those are the types of songs that I think try and pick, like really iconic, hard-paced songs and then um from there I cut my music I get I go to my costume designer who's amazing usually most of the time it's Jackie Mm -hmm. Uh, she does Jackie costumes she is Canadian but she's Texas-based right now she she does a lot of the feature Mm -hmm. costumes she's amazing um she fits us um you show her your design and she will basically she could make anything (laughs) <laughs> you can you show her what you want wow she can literally make she will if you can imagine it she can build it, it and that is 100 percent true so yeah i usually go to jackie wow. she makes the costume and while that's happening i utilize my music and i pick what kind of things i'm going to do like whether it's going to be an aerial show because i have a hoop um i also have like an aerial chain that i mm-hmm. use so i choreograph a little from there I work out whether I'm going to use fire, whether it's going to be a water show, whether it's going to be paint, all of that kind of stuff. I work out what's going to work best for that thing. Um, I know that certain features will go in and they will count out their entire show. They will choreograph it. For me, I block it, but I don't ever choreograph anything right for the letter because I know that every stage is going to be different and every audience is going to be different. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to mess myself up with an entire choreographed routine that isn't necessarily going to work for each club. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I definitely Absolutely. block out my shows and I know, you know, certain times in the music when I'm going to use fire and what's going to work where. But um, as far as the performance, I just, it's completely ad-libbed usually. <laughs> <laughs> yes and, and uh you know thank you so much for the uh you know you you really were able to give a lot of insight on that um 
Bambi, uh, as we get ready to wrap up here, uh, usually what I do uh, with my features on the podcast, I, I let them kind of choose, hey, was there anything that we didn't get to touch on that you wanted to talk about? Or uh, what can we expect from you in the near future? Or any last words of encouragement? Whatever you wanted to touch on here, Bambi, it's it's kind of, it, it's your, uh, you know, your last offerings, whatever it may be. Uh, you know, I'll give that to you in this moment. Uh, whatever you wanted to touch on, uh, whatever you're working for, whatever you're working on, whatever it is, uh, you know, that you want to elaborate on, you know, f- feel free I to. I think it would be a good thing for me to mention, especially at this time, um, point in time, um, mm-hmm. that what I do is definitely defined as sex work. And especially in America, mm-hmm. I've experienced a lot of backlash from that. And there seems to be a very negative connotation with that but I think that people really need to understand that sex work really is work and that Mm -hmm. just I'm pretty sure that somebody that you love is a sex worker and maybe they don't want to tell you because of your opinions but sex work is far and wide and you're never going to get rid of it and it is definitely Mm-hmm. a big part of society and it's work so yeah absolutely and uh you know i can't really get into too much with uh you know like exacts or specifics per se but you know i have clients uh you know in a various amount of industries and uh you know some of which which you talked about you know with, with the uh, sex work and you know just different professions where you know kind right. of people put a bad judgment upon and just know that uh you know they uh, the 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 women and 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 all the people in that type of work and industry they they work extremely hard and that uh, no one in life has a right to ever knock your hustle or your profession or whatever work it is that you do no one can judge you uh, and just know that I'm always in your corner Bambi and and oh, fully support you 110 <laughs> percent. <laughs> I appreciate it. I love you too, Bambi. And uh, let people know where they can find you. Where can they find you on uh, social media? Let them know about okay, your so OnlyFans, please, yeah, where they can, so, you know, um, uh, keep in touch Twitter. with you. You can always look mm-hmm. me up. Um, my, obviously, my Instagram is at BadBambiWild. Um, I'm on Twitter, so um, mm-hmm. you can put in at Bambi underscore Wild. And that's Wild with an E on the end, like Oscar Wilde. Mm-hmm. Um, and if if you're wanting to uh, support me during this um, lockdown, yeah, I do have an OnlyFans. So that's only, OnlyFans.com slash Bambi Wild. All right, absolutely. And uh, again, thank you so much, uh, you know, Bambi, for coming on here tonight and, you know, just taking some time and, and, and allowing me to get some insight of, of your profession. And, uh, you know, I wish you nothing but blessings and you may you too. keep, you know, safe and fully healthy and, and happy at this time. Thank you so much, Bambi. I appreciate it. Again, this is the Bubba's Bodyguard Podcast. Uh, extreme <laughs> honor to have Bambi Wild along uh, alongside me tonight. Uh, just, you know, the amount of accolades and, and just her amazing journey is, is really, uh, it's not an adjective powerful enough to describe it. Yeah, you uh, too. Thank you again, See Bambi. You, you take care, all right? <laughs> Bye. All right.